0: Hello, welcome to our podcast. I'm Charlie, and this is Claire. Hi! Um, Today we are going to be talking about all those little things that no one ever tells you when you're pregnant or when you've given birth. Um, Yeah, all those
1: funny little things. This is such a good one.
0: Yeah, that you just wish you'd known. Do it like a mother. Do
1: you all go first? Yeah. Uh, so um, the fact that you can't, your bump never goes down. Like, it, your bump does go down, but it takes a lot longer for your bump to go Don't down you. than you ever think it's going to take. Yeah, so pregnant for like weeks. <laughs> yeah. So I remember when I had Ollie, we just got back from the hospital before I'd seen anyone else, before I'd seen my parents, my next door neighbour who lives in Switzerland for nine months out of 12 of the year came out oh congratulations and then just pointed at my bump and said don't worry that'll go down when you breastfeed um and yeah it did take it did go down um but it did take a few months for it to go down or i think it's a few months maybe maybe like six weeks and before you no longer look pregnant anymore and um then you're left with a delightful bit of flab that uh stretch marks yeah, only likes to look at and said, "Mummy, did I do that to you?" I'm like, yes, you yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry, it's not your fault. My choice.
0: But like, um, some people don't get that. Everyone's different. Yeah, I've still got that little bit. Yeah,
1: yeah. my sister hasn't. Yeah, but she's always been really skinny. Um, she's a bit. She was like a size six maternity clothes, and they were still too big for her. My gosh. So, you know. It's the dear thing, isn't it? Like, I was thinking,
0: like, literally the day after I gave birth i'd come home and i'd just get rid of all my maternity clothes it's like no nope, you're still wearing the same maternity clothes
1: for months and you the realize normal clothes they're so uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> normal clothes are so uncomfortable after wearing yes. maternity clothes for like 11 months 10 11 months well yeah. i think i started i put my got my maternity jeans out when i was about 12 weeks yeah so same. uncomfortable so from 12 weeks to probably about four months after having Ollie, I was in maternity <laughs> jeans. Oh, just that bit of extra comfort to hold everything in with the... Definitely. Yeah, the, uh, the nice elastic. <laughs> over and the just going hand. on
0: from that, actually, I don't think you realise how, like, my hips after I had Ted was, like, quite a bit bigger. Yeah. So actually I didn't fit back in my normal clothes. Um, what I did do, though, after I had Frankie, is I took advantage of the fact that your, everything's a bit soft. And had one of those kind of pulley in things after I yeah. gave birth, which was a bit of support as well, and actually managed to pull my hips back in again. Oh, um, but yeah, you, that's the one thing that I was like, oh my god, like I have to still buy new jeans because the ones I've got don't fit me because my hips are actually bigger than
1: they were. Yeah, and my bum went really flat, so my bum's really flat now. My hips are bigger; it's com- I've, I'm completely changed. Like I'm the only jeans yeah. that fit me comfortably a top shop high-waisted jeans that are really expensive. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she didn't go the other way. I know. So, uh, yeah. yeah. What else? What, what other things? What do you wish you'd known? Hair. Hair falling
0: out. So, like, because you don't, like, you just, your hair just grows and doesn't fall out for, like, nine months. And you get all these funny. I'm only just getting rid of the funny, stupid bits that Are now starting to get longer, like all the new hair, but then it, it just falls out for like a year or two afterwards, like loads of it. And you think you're going to be
1: bald? This didn't <laughs> happen to me, this never happened to me. When I, when my I was pregnant, my hair, just got really wavy and fluffy. Before I had before I was pregnant, it was really sleek and straight and thin, like quite thin. And then when I was pregnant, it just started getting fluffier and frizzier, and just had it's just stayed the same. I haven't isn't lost it? any hair. It's still Gosh. got a weird waviness to yeah. it. I don't blow dry it or straighten it. Um, yeah, I want my old hair back. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I'm complaining to the, the pregnancy gods.
0: It is so weird, though, what the hormones do, isn't it? Like, I never used to have... Ha- um, God, I can't speak today. I never used to have hay fever. And then after I've had Ted, uh, so, like, nearly 10 years ago now, started getting hay fever, and every year... My- Summer comes around, my eyes are streaming. I'm all bummed up. I'm like, I've never ever had hay
1: fever. Allergies are a really weird thing. I, I've, I've always reacted a bit to mosquito bites, but since I had Ollie, they just swell up so much to the point where I quite often I have to go to the doctors about them because they look like they've gone septic. Um, and I remember when Ollie was about a month old, maybe no, old must be older than that, maybe six months old, I used this face uh, wash. And my face just doubled in size. It just completely swelled up. I've never had anything like that happen to me before. Just, oh, I shouldn't face. laugh because that could have been really bad. Yeah, again, went <laughs> to the doctors and they just gave me some really strong antihistamines and uh, some cream to put on. And it went down, but now I've got it on standby just in case because I never know how I'm going to react to a new, fa- like, a new face wash or anything.
0: So it's stuff that you don't ever think about though, isn't it? Like that actually you're, the way you react to things can completely change. Like you might not have an allergy to i don't know some food or something and then once you've had a baby you might have a bit of a reaction to something like it's so
1: bizarre what hormones do it's like your whole chemical makeup changes yeah exactly um also wasn't anticipating still wetting myself a little bit when i have a cold um the number of times i've thought about actually and this is quite a serious one actually like i probably should go to the doctors about it um but like your your pelvic floor is never as strong as it used to be I used to have a solid pelvic floor I used to go to yoga and pilates like multiple times a week before I had Ollie up until I was 39 weeks pregnant I was still going to the gym doing pilates and yoga which did become quite funny near the end because I was struggling to balance at all <laughs> um, and also having hot flushes with uh, a load of menopausal women because I went uh, I was working from home so I would go at like nine in the morning when everyone else was at work. So it would just be me yeah. and a group of kind of seven 60-year-olds. Um, yeah, it was quite quite funny. So I had a really good pelvic floor until I had Ollie. And then that's it, like since then. Um, yeah, it's weird though. So I,
0: considering like my birth with Ted and everything and having to have stitches and stuff, I would have thought that, I mean, there's obviously no correlation there at all, but I always thought that I'd have an issue, mm. but so I've never had that kind of, you know, sneeze and a bit of wee comes out. Never had that. Um, but then I was never told what to do after. So like when I had Frankie, the first thing the midwife said to me um, was download the Squeezy app, which is an NHS app I think, possibly, but it's download the Squeezy app and do that every time you're feeding, like. Doesn't matter if you're breastfeeding or bottle feeding, whatever, just do it every single time that you feed your child. So obviously, when they're little, when they're first born, you you end up doing it quite often, and then as they get older, you're doing it less and less. But yeah, and it's not something that I'd ever no really thought about. It's a little bit like the split stomach abdominal muscles. Yeah, um, like with Ted, I was just told at my six week check, right, you need to start doing sit ups now. And I was like, really? Like, is that really gonna make a difference? Yeah. Um. But had never, never, didn't know about the abdominal separation. And I said, had I not done a bit of research and looked into it, it could have got loads worse just doing sit ups because you're not supposed to do sit ups if it's really if it's like more than two fingers two yeah. fingers apart. I think. Um. Obviously, I was a bit more up on it when I had Frankie. Um. But yeah. That's something they never tell you, and actually can make it worse. Yeah, if you don't know about it. Right,
1: no, that's it's true. And talk, talking about the um the app to remind you to do exercises whenever you're feeding. How much babies feed at the beginning? Oh my god! And cluster feeding, like whenever they're going through a grace spur or developmental um stage.
0: Yeah. It's kind m- of like after. Um, 7 o'clock feeding, just like, between 7 and 10 o'clock, I just seem to be sat there constantly feeding.
1: I think a lot of people don't realise how normal it is for babies to be eat, feeding that often, because their stomachs are so small, it's yeah. really fast for those stomachs, you know, they're like that big, you know. For them yeah, it's f- like a teaspoon, f- isn't it? Or yeah, for them to, fit, to fill up that quickly, it's obviously going to go through them really fast, So cluster feeding is a real thing. And obviously the more you cluster feed as well, the more that it can regulate your milk to make sure that you've got enough milk for when they're going through a growth spurt. So, you know, it's a, it it can be so, such hard work, but it's totally normal. And I didn't realize that. Um, and I really struggled with that, I think because, you know, That's
0: one of the things that makes it difficult, isn't it? To kind of get your head around breastfeeding as well. Like that you feel like you haven't got any milk. Yeah um but actually you only need such a tiny yeah it does take time for your milk to come in but it, it, you only need such a tiny tiny amount hmm. that you know it, it is working you just have to kind of stick at it but no one really tells
1: you that and one really weird thing that um i don't really think about that much but the babies are sick. Like, it's quite normal for babies to be sick when they're. Yeah. Obviously, you need to keep look out for signs if something's not, not right. But, um, like Ollie was a really sicky baby. Like, he would projectile vomit. Um, I don't think they have the, um, the little flap of. Yeah, epiglottis. Whatever is
0: what it's called. I have no idea. It's the little flappy thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's. It you know, and, like, what is that point when it becomes that they're ill rather than they're sicking up their milk? Like, yeah. When is that? You just kind of it's carry on and just it just they, so happens. they
0: don't they don't become they're still classed as newborns up to three months, mm. and I which I always found weird. <laughs> but like, maybe it's at that three month mark when things start to turn a little bit. Like, there's a, a stop valve on the little flap That's in the. the, the do thing. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to stop that happening and stuff. But yeah, talking about babies, the other thing is two things actually. So the black poo. Yes. The very first like pro- like tar. Is like, actually I like wasn't tar. told about
1: that. No, you can't even get it off with a baby wipe. Like it's so <laughs> stubborn. It's actually like tar.
0: Yeah. And then when I had Frankie and no one had ever, ever mentioned this. So obviously I'd had a boy to start off with, obviously was
1: never gonna be mentioned. But with little girls,
0: they could have a little period Yes, you, you say, say that a few days that they're born,
1: but the boy's. Yeah. But it's it's not it's not a period. It's it's something in their wee. But Ollie had had like red specks in his nappy, and I thought, oh my god! I oh. oh, see so we didn't have that. I think it's like the urates or something. That could be a completely wrong yeah. term. But it's something but- in their wee that's red bits in their nappy a few days after. I still didn't know something new. I didn't know. <laughs> what else? What else? Baby blues.
0: Oh, baby blues. Yeah.
1: So when everyone talked to me about baby blues, I was like, oh, it's just, you know, I I, I, uh, yeah, whatever. And actually, I remember my sister came to visit when Ollie was maybe four. She was there quite a lot, actually, because she only lived in London. So she'd come like every few days to come and see. And I remember it was like maybe day seven or something. It just hit me like and she was leaving and I was in tears. I was so, I was like, don't go. Yeah. And she was like, Claire, it's fine. She's just baby blues. Everyone gets it. It's fine. And then that kind of lasted a week or two. And I was like, oh, I'm okay now. I mean, obviously it turns out I wasn't. So, but, you know, I think at that point, it's like, if you, and, and you do have times with babies when you're like, is there something wrong with me? Like, mm. how can I be so, like, either yeah so emotional but of course you're gonna be like that because your hormones completely change yeah and it's
0: a whole new world like there's so much to get your head around and you know for the first time ever you can't just go and have a shower or go to the (laughs) loo like you've got to properly think everything through about how this little person where this little person's going to be and and stuff and make sure they're okay and while you're Having a shower and stuff. I mean, I ended up getting one of those little boingy chairs. Yeah. Putting both the kids, actually, in that. Obviously not together. I mean, when they were first born. Um, and having them in the bathroom when I had a shower and stuff. But it's that having, kind of up and down for me.
1: And having no time to do anything. You know, people... I remember in my NCT classes, they are like, you won't have any time to do anything. I'm like, yeah, we will. But actually, you don't. And I don't understand why. Like, because... Obviously, you everything
0: takes you know, 10 you know. times longer.
1: Yeah, just everything because you can't just like leave your baby yeah. while you do something else, or getting them to sleep takes longer. And as soon as they're asleep, you're, they're awake, or trying to make lunch, being interrupted every like three seconds to just even make lunch.
0: And that just carries on.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Everything um, takes forever.
0: <laughs> hopefully. Ah, oh, what else? I'm trying to think what else. Oh, not think, not realizing that I also had to give birth to the placenta.
1: Yes, I didn't have that problem. Yeah. But what was it like? So just like, was it like giving birth again or not? No, because it's it's squishy and like.
0: it's kind of like giving birth to a soft boiled egg. <laughs> the only way that I can think of it. <laughs> like it's not. Big or anything, like I imagine some people don't even feel it, maybe. I don't know. it's so really weird. but yeah, that I didn't even didn't even enter my head that I know, when you think about it now, you think, oh, yeah, you've got
1: this something in you that you don't need anymore, <laughs> and you've got well, to get it out somehow. I'll tell you one thing that a lot of people don't realize is that they can choose things like they, you know, yeah. the way that we're told things should be and should is a horrible word, but it doesn't have to be like that, that way. Like you have, so for example, like when you are in labor, you can choose where you can choose not to, to lie down. You can just say, no, I'm not doing that. I'm going to stand up. And you know, you might feel like you're in a really vulnerable position at that point. Um, but you do have the right to ask for what you want to do. You know and and you do have those choices it's really important i think for people to to get that support to make the decisions yeah definitely to make their own I think, decisions i think
0: as well like i know before i had ted like i was always thought you had to give birth on your back stuff that's how it always is in films and stuff Like you have to give birth on your back that's just how it is um and thought that kind of giving birth on all fours or standing up or anything like that was all a bit woo yeah but actually it's not at all (laughs) and it's just common sense that it gives you a bit extra space because your spine can move and you know gravity helps and that kind of thing um and they were things I'd never actually really thought about until just before (laughs) kind when I was doing my birth plan the first time round and was reading up on I used to just do loads of reading around everything. And I remember reading that you get a little bit extra space. I was like sold straight away <laughs> that um, that's how I wanted to give birth. But
1: also you can always change your mind as well. Yes, you can. Which I felt like I couldn't because I'd made those choices originally. I have my birth plan. And then actually I got to the point where I did kind of want pain relief, but I felt like, oh, I can't go against what I've said in my birth plan. You can, you can. You can do whatever you want. Like, yeah. You, it's your body, it's your baby. Like just do whatever you is right for you at that time. If you've said, I definitely don't want pain relief or I definitely don't want examinations or um, like I don't want, uh, you know, I don't want the um, medication to help the placenta come out. Um, like, I don't, you I can always go back if you get to the point when actually you want to change your mind, just talk to your midwife about it or your consultant, just say like, actually I, I did think I wanted this, but then I didn't. Cause the other thing is that I battled not to be induced. And then actually by the time, by the time it came round to be going overdue, because I'd already been in labor for two weeks before, I really wanted to go back and say, actually, I don't want to be, uh, actually, I actually want to be induced now. Yeah. Um, and by then it was too late which but I mean I could have probably but I also felt like I was going to be looked down upon or be judged by people for making that decision but I was just so fed up uh, I was just I think so it's one of
0: those things isn't it you if you feel like don't feel that you can't say something just yeah. say it like
1: absolutely get just it out phone, there phone your midwife and just say actually you know I said I wanted this well actually I don't or you know yeah want this or, you know be it's your life it's your it's your it's the most important thing that you're... Yeah. That's another thing. Um, How to look after yourself. Oh, my God, yeah. You don't think... You don't even consider that. You don't even consider that you might need some time alone or that you might need to take care of yourself. Yeah. You're just so... You're so into that, looking after your baby. Baby comes first. What, actually, know you do?
0: Definitely. I think things like little tricks, like... um so if you've had stitches, um, like it never occurred to me that like going to the toilet would really, really sting. Mm. Um, and I just go for a wee in the bath. It yeah. doesn't hurt then. No. Um, so I remember I got to, because I had so many stitches, um, after the first day, I remember my husband saying to me, why don't you just run a bath every time you need to go to the toilet and go in the bath, sit in the bath. And I was like, why hadn't I actually thought about that? And it is a little bit like all dignity goes out the window, but you have to just do what you need to do. And it doesn't matter at all. Just do what you need to do to take care of yourself and make it a little bit easier on yourself.
1: And I would say, like, not going too much into detail about going to the toilet, but there's a lot of fear around doing that first poo. Yeah. I would say, like, prepare yourself for it if you can. I mean, I... Again, this is going into too much detail, but the antibiotics I was on gave me a really upset stomach. So I didn't really have this luxury. Um, But if you feel like you need to go to the loo, don't hold it in. If you need to go and do a poo, don't hold it in. Run yourself a bath. Yeah. Do, Do your business. Don't do a poo and then get straight in the bath. Yeah. I think it was never. It was. I always thought it was going to be a lot worse than it actually was, as well. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I It was a lot better. It was a. It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. You build it up, don't you, into something I that think it's that's going to be like. I think that's a lot of. Problem. You know, the the last thing you want is to end up on laxatives because you can't poo because you're too scared. Your body is quite good at doing that, like shutting down when you're scared. Um. So yeah. It'd be yeah. really interesting, actually. If any of you have got any uh, thoughts, send us a message. Send, send us a message of the things that you wish you'd, you'd known about. Um, but there's you're... loads. So much. You just
0: you don't get told stuff, do you? Like so much gets missed out.
1: Like of the real life stuff, you can have you can have lots of information about, you know, uh, about how the, what the body actually does um, and the scientific stuff. But actually, the real life stuff. Um, yeah. It's, you know, and I do feel like we're quite left to our own devices. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? Like you give birth and then the hospital says, here, here's your baby, go home, look after it. like, what? Yeah. How do I know? Like you just will. And to some extent you do, like you do have this intuition that, and, but even like what I didn't realise, if Ollie was crying, has he been fed? Yes. Has he had a nap? Yes. Have I given him a cuddle? Yes. Like, if one of those answers was no, like, there's only a few things when babies uh, ba- babies are crying. Like, they're hungry, they're tired, they're hungry or thirsty, Change. they're tired, they're ill, Yeah. you know, something They're bad. bum-changing. They're, they're, they're wet or they're dirty, or they just want love. Like, they just want a cuddle. Like, they're the That's only they. things. You know, if... They haven't had a nap for a while, and they probably need to have a sleep. <sighs> They're just probably tired. It's like us. I think on a whole new level.
0: I think you get to know what it is as well. You start to That's instinctually
1: it. know, but like the first few days, you're like, "What?" Yeah, you just have no <gasps> idea. Which I don't know. <laughs> you don't even know when if you have fed your child or like if they've slept. So you just it's just a blur. And it doesn't help that like sleep is.
0: Non-existent, nearly. Well, it can be for some of us. With Ted, I was fine. He slept loads. But with Frankie, I think I had about one hour's sleep that first night.
1: Yes, the Ollie's always been a good sleeper, but I just, I, I had that thing where i just wake up and just check he was okay. Yeah. no one tells you about that either. Yeah, the you, snuffling, know. the weird noises. Oh my God. It kind of sounds like they're struggling to breathe, but actually they just go... Like... I forgot about so that. Good, isn't it? Like, and, and I haven't experienced that since, I think one of my friends had a baby, and I was like, what is wrong with you? Like, is your baby okay? They're like, yeah. <laughs> no, and then you suddenly remember. Remember all the bits. Remember yeah. all the weird noises they made. do. And I was watching videos, actually, and Ollie was snuffling. It's funny. And then I just kind of remembered. But yeah, no, definitely let us know
0: if there's anything that you wish you'd known. You were never told. Um or yeah, if if you, you had the same experiences as us, those things that you were like, Oh my god, yes. Why Absolutely. didn't I know that before? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll see you next time.
1: Bye. Bye, bye.